0: Hey, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another episode of The Front, the live leaderships Lessons series. Tonight, I'm going to be interviewing a great guest. I'm going to be interviewing Joe Kala, so I'm going to pull him in here in just a moment. But right now, a couple quick reminders. You can always check out the website at leadtheteam.net for free sales training, for motivational content, and for leadership tips. So, please do that. Make sure you subscribe at leadtheteam.tv. Click the little bell notification icon because that will remind you each time I either upload a new episode or if I'm going live on YouTube. So, I'd love to have you join me for that. And right now, let's get into it.
1: This show is about motivation, positive attitudes, and taking action. Let's get pumped!
0: Forge the path. Get fired up. Thanks for tuning in to Lead the Teams. The Front. And now, your host, Mike Phillips. Yes, here we are, Mr. Joe Kala. Good evening, sir. Thank you for joining me tonight on this episode. How are you doing tonight, man? Good, Mike. How are you? Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be a part of what you're doing, man. Absolutely. So. Uh, first off, it, yeah, I mean, we were just talking, you're in, where are you? You're Myrtle Beach? Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And I'm in Colorado Springs, and we've got some yeah. thunderstorms, so as we're... You we're, do. It, you it, just had, I just heard the uh, thunder rolling in the background, so... It's crazy. So we're streaming live, just in case, if anything goes a little wonky for the people that are watching out there, uh, you know, we'll come back. I'm recording this episode, so we'll make sure that we get that reposted as well. So, Let's get into the lesson. Joe, uh, first off, I'm gonna pull this up over here. What, uh, share a little bit with us, just a a
1: real brief history of who you are, what you do and where you're at right now. You got it, man. Well, my name is Joe Calla. Um, I currently am uh, operating my company, JC Training and Development. I'm in the automotive industry and I also have a ministry that we run, Today's Living Ministries, and we travel into churches and work with church leadership and also work with the, um, their uh, staff to help them in their communication lines with their congregation members and visitors, uh, but also uh, specifically do BDC training for sales and for service in the automotive industry, as well as sales training uh, specific to the, to the floor sales, the, uh, the showroom sales, uh, and we work with the management as well. Um, So the main goal is we like to come alongside whatever organization it is, whether we're in the church or whether we're with the the automotive dealership. And we like to go ahead and help train their people to uh, maximize profits and uh, also manage their processes to get the best results possible.
0: So those are two little different ends of the the spectrum. There, you got automotive industry and then religion industry, right? Um, yeah. So what do you see that crosses lines between those two? What do you see those the the things that you see that those two businesses? Because they, you know, the, there is a, a business in in religion as well that you have to run so that you can continue ministering to people. What what lines would you see that are get crossed and and carry
1: similarities? Well, the first thing is, there's people in both industries. And that's what it comes down to is that um, you're dealing with people. And my goal is to help invest into people and also help people uncover their treasures to walk out their divine and their life purpose that I believe God puts into every single person. And so whether you're in the church, or you're in the automotive industry, you're a person and you're interacting with other people, and so a lot of what I do is also character building, and also to to go ahead and make sure that we pour into and invest uh, and and impart something that lasts. I would always say to people when I would um, work with in the industry, in, in the sales industry, and in the dealership. I remember saying this to many people, and that is this: Look, one day Joe Calla won't be around you any any longer. But what i want to make sure happens is is that when i'm no longer around you i'm still in your mind i'm still with you wherever you go something i said is carrying with you and has helped develop you and shape you into a person of of integrity and quality so that you can bring value to whatever position you hold in the dealership or whatever you're doing in the church so that's my goal and that's kind of the parallel i see that intersects between the auto industry and also the um, the church world. That's strong,
0: man. That that's really good. So, so if there was something specifically either automotive or in the the church world, as you called it, if there was something specifically that Joe Kala was known for other than watching over them. <laughs> you just said, hey, I want you to make yeah. sure you know I'm there, right? Yeah. If there was that yeah. one thing that you would say you're known for, your perception of what other people's perception of you is, what would you say that is, Joe?
1: It's, um, I'm a positive person. You know, I like Gary Vee. He, he said it this way. Gary V. said, um, he's a glass half-full. He's only kind of mentality, and that's kind of what I – feel that i've been known for wherever i go and whatever you know i can you hear me yeah i got gotcha. you we that
0: so i i heard the first Did i go part, digital on you you got a little digital but that's our, that like i said it's going to happen that's part of live so uh yes i would agree you're a positive person for sure i'm going to pull us both back on here Do yeah I so still positive
1: have you... positive person is what it, what I, is what i feel that that's been the fact that you are in different stores, you're in
0: different facilities, yeah. you are seeing different leaders in different areas. And so you, you have a perception of leadership within automotive. You certainly have a perception of leadership being a reverend, being in churches. So what are some key characteristics from any one of those levels? What are some key characteristics that you would say define a leader?
1: I think the first thing is, is just a genuine care for the people. Um, that you're leading. And I think that once you realize that you care, or once you're in, when you're in a leadership position, I really truly believe you need to care and love the people that you're over, whether you're in the auto industry or whether you're in um, you know the church world, whatever it might be, um, or whatever position you're in, just as a leader in and of itself. I really believe that loving your people And caring for your people is the number one key characteristic. When you care, you know, I've heard someone say that people don't really care how much you know until they know how much you care. And once you allow the care that you have for somebody to come out and be genuine, and that person knows that you care about them, you care about what what concerns them, you care about the things that are important to them, the people who are important to them, the dates of what's going on in their life uh you know what and during each month whatever it is specifically that they they care about when you show someone that you're leading that you care about them you truly are going to make an impact in their life another another key characteristic i believe is honesty truly being able to say what you need to say even though it might not be popular and it might not be something that's easy to say uh, and i believe that that goes a long way because it's like a parent who loves a child. Sometimes you have to say things that isn't uh, always, you know, a, a, a feel good thing, but it's a straight to the, you know, to the, uh, you're saying the truth and you're saying it right to the situation or the, or the, whatever it is they're dealing with so that you can help them get through it. And, and it's not always going to be something that's easy to say or easy to, um, you know, experience with the, with the back and forth of that conversation, but true honesty Truth, um, and then obviously care—just caring for your for your people.
0: Absolutely, I think all of those are huge. I mean, you said love and care, honesty, and really total. Like, I, I don't know if you want to call it brutal honesty, but yes. just total transparency. That, that there's a something to be said about total trust. That unconditional yep. love of people that you care about somebody enough to tell them the truth. You know, I think that's huge.
1: So yeah. and, and, you know, let me just say this real quick too. And that yeah. is you know, the positions that I've held in the past, uh, different stores or whatever levels of leadership that I've held. Um, one of the things that makes me realize that my leadership was impactful is that the people after I leave still stay in touch with me. They reach out to me. They they text me, they email me, They they, you know, send me, you know, things that, you know remind them of the times that we worked together or whatever it might be so so again the impact is is when you leave if you're never if you never like you never hear from them again or anything like that you know a lot of that's fine things go on i get it life goes on but when i start hearing from people that were long gone from years ago that means i made an impact and that and that's really what it comes down to
0: absolutely i think that's a really big deal you can tell by you know when you leave somewhere, if they're like, "Oh my goodness, thank goodness he's out of here," right, and you never hear from him again, it's like you—you yeah. you still made an impact, but is it the impact that you wanted to make? No. No. So, uh, as as we're talking about leadership here, what what would you say? You know, because you're doing BDC, you are you are preaching. You're you're preaching in various churches and different avenues. Tell tell us a little bit about that. Tell us a little bit about where you're going and and how that's working. Because we got into that conversation for just a moment right before we went live. And I can tell, man, that is something you are super passionate about, which is exciting to hear when someone's passionate about something.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. It's definitely a, um, you know, I believe it's a calling that God has placed on my life. And that is to go out and to speak and proclaim, you know, the the word of God and, and the gospel, the good news, so that I can go ahead and touch people and and lead people to a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. That is my faith. That is me. That's something that is when you get me, that's who you are, who you get. Um, I don't go in and, and, um, you know, bring that to a place where it crosses into a, uh, you know, into a sticky situation ever, because I always make sure that who I am is who you see. And so, uh, you know, I may not be saying specifically, well, the Bible says this or the Bible says that, I'm just going to live that. Um, but the one thing that I do and make sure that I do is, um, you know, I set myself apart to spend time with the with God through prayer and reading his word and also making sure that I um, seek him for opportunities to be able to share his, his word with people, whether it's through church services, uh, whether it's through conferences or being able to have one-on-one conversations with people. Um, And so we've really had opportunity. Thank God. We have a a ministry called Today's Living Ministries, and we utilize that to go out. We speak at churches. um, You know, we do this pretty often, as well as I do my Facebook lives on my page as well. um, And so that we can really go, you know, do something that's going to have an eternal impact, not just something uh, for today.
0: Yeah, and I've seen your Facebook lives on your page, man. They're, they're awesome. They're always impactful. They're well thought out. The, the things that you offer and you bring to people, not just on the spiritual side, but on the training side, and just you as a person are very congruent with who you are as a person, if that makes sense. So, yeah. As we've all heard it asked, if you could go back in time and give yourself one good solid piece of advice, and we know we can't go back in time. So if you were giving somebody in this next generation a really good piece of advice, hey, here's what you need to do from this point going forward so that you can really see some success in business and in leadership and in where it is that you're headed from here forward. What one or two things would you tell somebody else that wants to move into a leadership or a management role?
1: So I'll say this when leading people, their worth And their behaviors are two different things because too many times especially in my young leadership i blew people out of the water man i would just um you know they maybe did something wrong and they weren't uh you know they were valuable but their behavior needed to be changed so i needed to make sure so what i would say to my younger self or to somebody coming up is that when leading people their worth and their behavior are not the same we want to keep the person but change the behaviors so we want to be able to make sure that we leave them and show them how to change that behavior so that they can do things the way that they need to be done and they can grow in the process does that make sense
0: yeah no that's a really strong statement man that's fantastic repeat that one more
1: time if you would for me sure so one of the things that I've noticed in my growth in leadership is this, is that people's worth and their behaviors are not the same. So too many times leaders, they destroy the person and their worth and their value by trying to you know, correct them. But we don't want to destroy them. We want to keep them. We want them to understand they're still worth uh, a lot and they're valuable, but their behaviors need to change. And so the behavior and the the worth are two separate entities. So you talk to the person in value. Look, I value you. This behavior needs to be changed. However, you're important and what you do is important. And because you're so important, this needs to change in how you do this so that your behavior can now line up with your value. Make sense? Absolutely, man.
0: That is strong. I love it. Thank you, Joe. Man, that, that's empowering to me right now. Like I, 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 that's, that's the ulterior motive for myself is as I'm hearing people like you and other just amazing individuals talk is I'm learning also. And it's like, gosh, that is such a powerful statement you just shared. So right. we're, we're coming to the tail end. Passion. People's passion, and like I said, I know when I was speaking with you, you got really passionate about talking about faith and then the training and so forth. People's passion is a huge deal in business. And, and you, we've heard other leaders say, well, what you gotta do to be successful is you gotta find your passion, Joe. So oh. what one or two ways do you have some suggestions for people to be able to find their passion or find what they're passionate about, find what they're good at and, and really help them move forward in that
1: area? Well, a couple of things I think can help people find their passion. First and foremost, a lot of times we find out what we do like by discovering first and foremost what we don't like. And and when we understand what what's not something that makes us excited, well, we can, we can weed that out of the way and say that's not it. Um, but I do believe, and I've said this to you before, I think, in, in the past, and that is... Um, I believe that people's passion is what you think about. It's what you dwell on. It's what you meditate about. It's what you think about all the time. It's what you're constantly referring back to in your mind. A lot of time, your passion comes up when you're laying in bed and you're quiet and you're in that moment, of that place of, of quiet where you can actually hear yourself. And so when you're allowing yourself to pull away from noise and the distractions, you know, those, those moments are very important to be able to sit in a quiet place. And it's hard to do. Too many times we're looking at our phones. We're letting ourselves mindlessly scroll. Right. We're listening to music. While we're driving. Another, there's always wherever, there's background music somewhere. The TV might be on in the background. Music's playing. Whatever it is. I think that in order for us to find what our passion is, we need to be able to come to a place of quietness whether it's just taking the time, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, at the end of the night, whatever it is, find that place. And the other thing is I believe it's already in there. I think that everything that God gave us to do has been put inside of us. And I used this example before, uh, and I've talked about this with you when I talk about um, the old school cameras. Sure. Um, uh, Are you still able to hear me okay, Mike? Yep. Okay. The, the old-school cameras, when you go ahead and take a picture with the old-school camera, the shutter opens, the light then burns an image into the film, and mm-hmm. the film then had to be developed, and that film would be brought into a dark room, and it would be put underneath solution and all that black stuff would wash away, and eventually what would develop was the image that was burned onto that piece of, of, of film. Well, I believe that there's something burned into every one of our, our hearts. I believe that when we allow ourselves that quiet place, to where we can just, you know, let, um, you know, uh, ourselves hear what we're thinking. I believe that's where God can then ex- start exposing and developing that image that was burned there. Especially when we take time to seek Him in prayer, as through His Word and also uh, looking to Him for guidance, I start to see and hear what direction then I need to go. And there's, I'll be honest with you, there's a lot of times where I've not made the right choices and I haven't gone down the right roads. So again, then that's when we come back to the place where we say, well, a lot of times we can discover what we do like by understanding and recognizing what we don't like and what's not right. And so again, that's where I think people can find their passion is when they go to the owner's manual. It's the same way if you're looking to go ahead and find out how something works the right way on your car you reference the owner's manual. If you're looking to be able to find out how to get something set back to the factory reset and default back to what its original settings were supposed to be. And so that's where I believe we can find out our passion all right. So
0: Joe, thank you so much for taking the time to, to chat with me today. And we made it through it even with technical difficulties. We got rain and thunderstorms on both of our ends. So we just keep plugging along. You keep going through it and and overcome that adversity. So That's Joe, right, bro. how
1: can people get a hold of you, sir? They can go to my website, josephacala.com, Or you can call me on my cell phone, 848- 248-0730 848-248-0730. Or like I said, uh, Josephacala.com. And that's pretty much has all my information right there. Fantastic. Or on Facebook. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. You look him up on Facebook. And Joe is an absolutely fantastic person, a fantastic mentor, fantastic friend, somebody to connect with. I would strongly encourage you for anybody watching this episode, if you're watching it live and you made it through it with us, or if you're watching it later, then please, you know, I would encourage you connect with Joe, especially, you know, if you're in a a facility that needs really quality BDC or sales training. He, he's a, a go-to. He's really, really strong. So Joe, thank you again for joining me today. I sure appreciate it.
1: My pleasure, Mike. Thank you so much.
0: Absolutely. So that is going to bring us to a close on this episode of Live Leadership Lessons with Joe Calla. Make sure and check out the YouTube channel at leadtheteam.tv For I do the podcast every Wednesday and Sunday. Wednesday we're doing these live leadership lessons and Sundays are more traditional style podcasts that you can tune in and listen to. They range anywhere from 10 to 30 minutes. So for those of you that joined in live, thank you so much. If you're watching later, that's fantastic. Do me a favor. One thing I forgot to say at the beginning, share the video. Share this video. Let's get the word out because Joe's an awesome person and everybody should be able to experience them. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in and joining us. And until next time, we I hope you have an absolutely fantastic day. We'll talk to you soon, everybody.